Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Sat down on the couch last night, had a long day. My wife snuggles up next to me. She goes, oh, hey, do you want to watch a, another episode of Dahmer? <laughs> and I go, oh, boy, I, the, I'm telling you, we watched a bunch over the weekend. I think we watched like three episodes. Yeah. I got shook. I think Saturday into Sunday morning, like I had at least a nightmare or two. You have to be in a certain mindset. It's like we, uh, me with Handmaid's Tale. I have to like take two weeks off in between episodes because it, it does a number on your psyche, but... Um, I know that when I started watching it as a female, I'm like, God, going home with somebody. I know that he was gay. He was going after young boys. But like um, if you're single and you go home with somebody that you don't really know, uh, do you take precautions? Are there precautions that you take? Are there uh, escape plans that you have in your mind? You don't know this person. Maybe you're only three dates in. You still don't know them very well, but you found yourself back for a nightcap. And, and you do this at movie theaters, at restaurants, at the mall. You're looking for an escape route all the time. Huh? I look for escape plans that constantly. Sucks that you got to live like that. But it's like, it's uh, something I can't control. I don't know. Like, it just comes to my mind. Ariel, I appreciate you holding for us. I'm excited to hear your story because I know this is, uh, the, she said it's incredible. So tell me about it. So my cousin, um, went on a date with this guy and she thought she knew him well like she was pretty trusting yeah uh yeah so she went to his place um and once she was there he locked his door from the inside out okay so like he had an extra deadbolt on the inside of his door yeah, so when she tried to get out, she couldn't. Oh my god. Oh, this is like a huge nightmare. Oh. Okay. So how did how did she get out? Yeah, she ended up making a lot of noise, which scared him. Like I think he was worried his neighbors would hear. Okay. So he ended up letting her out. Um, but then it turned out this guy murdered two women. It was all over the news. Oh my! So she's God. dating a guy that had previously killed people, and if she, she could have been next, yeah, she would have been next. Yeah, absolutely. She was blessed. The fact that he didn't just shut her up. Yeah. Does this? <laughs> uh, and I don't want you to speak for her, but does this turn her off from dating? Like totally. Like this would be uh, like a major no, no. I don't want to trust anybody the rest of my life. Thing for me. Yeah, it took a long time. Like, it was, you know, yeah, it, it ended really, really well for her. She got very lucky, but obviously it was, like, terrifying. Two weeks later, watching the news and seeing the guy that you went on a date with and he tried to trap you in his apartment, being no. in, put in the back of a cop car in handcuffs, finding out that he had murdered two people previous to this. You got to think about it, especially you ladies. You don't know who you're having dinner with. Even though you're a few dates in, you're like... Got a pretty good gauge on this person. You know, be safe. Uh, So I have a friend, and long story short, he's a few years hot off a divorce. And immediately, like, his marriage had been over for a while. And it took a while for the divorce to get all the way through because they had a couple of properties and a business and the kids and stuff like that. So regardless, uh, he had kind of started at least exploring, like, the apps and other dating avenues before the marriage was over because they hadn't been living together for like a year and a half. Yeah. Anyways, he just told me the other day he hasn't been on a date in two years. And then here was the follow-up statement that got me. I've never been happier. There's no pressure. He's eliminated pressure, which is not fun to deal with. 
uh, it's also you just doing you, which sometimes you are your best company. But I don't think you should write it off completely. You got to think of the long haul. Who do you want to settle down with? Do you want to have just one gravestone next to you? You know, do you want to share experiences with somebody else? Odds are yes. So again, this was his high school and college sweetheart. Married, kids, business, for whatever reason, it didn't work. I don't ask those questions because I'm like, that's none of my business. But you have to know as an he's really never had, huh? You have to know as an onlooker, though. Why do I have to know? You've definitely made up your mind as to why it didn't. I I honestly don't know why it didn't work. I I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think it was infidelity. Okay. I think it was one of those where they just realized, hey, we've done all this and we're not the same people we were. Regardless. Two years of not dating, and he said, I've never been happier. Yeah. I th- I'm i a believer that I probably need somebody in my life. I Here's a, I don't need someone in my life, but I really want someone to share experiences with. Yeah. I've done a lot of things by myself, and then I've done a lot of things with my wife, and it's way more fun with her. And that's yeah. the way I look at it, right? Like, so I, if I was in this position, I don't think I'd be out craving romance, and like marriage, but I'd want somebody that wants to go along with me for the journey. And he you know doesn't I mean? want that no, right now no. at all ever. And he said, probably never again. Mm. He's like, I've never been happier just being on my own. Yeah. And I get that there, there might come a point in your life where you feel like you need a little space. But man, I can't imagine waking up and not being able to share everything with somebody. That would bother me. I, I'd have anxiety over that. So I'll say my only trepidation with being single again, if something were to happen, God forbid, if Derek passes or we we call it off, which won't ever happen, but um, it would be my body. I would be very, like, Derek saw it go from what it was to what it is now with the surgeries and stuff like that. I don't think I would want to show that to anybody. You know, I'd feel like really. Oh, you wouldn't want to get naked in front like, of somebody again. Yeah. Or like my bathroom situation, always going to the bathroom. Like what if, what if they make me feel really bad yeah, about you know that? What? That's You're right. That on surface level, that'd be tough for somebody to be like understanding of that. It, I mean, it would be the most horrific part of, of dating. Like the conversation I can handle, the get to knowing somebody I could handle, but then you got to take it to that next level. And I would be like, uh, so the intimacy thing would be where it'd be like a home intimacy thing would yes. be that that'd be the hiccup for you. Absolutely. Like I if just, I could find somebody to be asexual with and go on adventures with, you probably could and, and eat food and never have sex again. <laughs> um, I would totally do that. So I've had a friend who, who was married a long, long time, gets the divorce, Immediately tries dating, tells me the other day that he hasn't been on a date in a couple of years and, quote, have never been happier. And I, yeah. it just, it, it took, I wrote it down immediately when I left his place and I was like, we got to talk about this on the air because I've never, I've never thought to myself I would be happy alone. And I don't, I don't think I will. Maybe uh, I'm too communal. Maybe, uh, maybe I rely on my wife way too much, but I just can't imagine not sharing life experiences with someone that it literally is beyond my thought pattern. I do think that women would be more content without having somebody than a guy. Guys need women, Um, especially if you have had a woman for that long and have relied on her to make your doctor's appointments to make sure that uh, everything is in order. 
So that it's those things you can figure out. I'm talking like, hey, do you want to go to a Cubs game this summer and drink beer and sit in the sunshine with me? Yeah. Like those are experiences that like I could never wa- I'd never want to do alone. I mean, it's even like, uh, you know, just uh, having fun on the weekend or going to the lake place or whatever. Like, I just I don't want to do that alone. Right. It would it would be difficult for me to just get off the couch and not experience stuff. But Jen, you're perfectly fine with doing stuff alone. And like, you've never been happier not dating. Yeah, absolutely. So what's your day to day like? Do you wake up and you just do you or do you have kids to take care of? So that would probably keep you busy. Um, so I have two kids. Um, one just started high school, one's in elementary. <clears throat> um, so it's really nice to not have somebody else that I have to think about and I can just focus on my kids. Yeah. I, when I tried to date after my divorce, I felt like it took a lot of time for my kids. I didn't like that. Um, and my I was married for 10 years. Uh, it was really abusive. And the people I dated after weren't necessarily the same, but I felt like I was falling into the same pattern. So I just felt like I wasn't able to to like discern that, you know, and I was like, oh, I need to take some time for myself. And uh, it's been two years. And honestly, like, I I feel like I've healed, worked on myself and I'm just happy. Like I just, I go do stuff by myself. Like I'll go to a bar by myself and just eat dinner. I go kayaking i like to hike i ski i do all kinds of stuff by myself and it's great you don't feel any pressure to do this with somebody else like the kayaking you just go by yourself yeah oh i get anxiety thinking about that he can't be alone but i I I get what you're saying because i really do love myself I love to be by myself. Yeah. I love to shop by myself. Nobody is rushing me. Yes. Um, so I get that. But okay, so let's say you're ready to date someday. What are you looking for? Because you can't go back to that dumpster again. Because you'll get the same no. trash. Um, All right. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I think it would take me a really, really long time. Like, I would not be able to commit to someone for a long time. Like, it would, I don't know. I feel like it would be, they would have to just date me for a year before I'd be like, okay, we can be in a relationship. Like, I need to really, really vet vet them. This is giving me so much anxiety. Just the the fact that you're okay being alone. Like, I, I I don't, I couldn't do a week. I couldn't do a week where I'd have to be like, somebody has to come with me to experience this. Like, I think the part of it is... I don't have I don't have anybody to get to give little smart ass comments to on the side. Like that's about 98% of my life is just seeing something then making fun of it or joking about it. I I need somebody who's willing to listen to that and then give me the <laughs> every once in a while just to explore the fact that I'm an idiot. Totally okay to wait until your kids are grown up and out of the house. And then you're like, I'm going to find yeah. somebody mature. Somebody that has the same yeah. goals as you, and then you guys just go on the weekends to like places like Grand Marais and you eat pie. Like, doesn't that sound sound awesome? That does. Like, I mean, it's not that I just, um, I don't know. It's I just don't care. Like, I just I'm so content being by myself that yeah. this is so admirable. This is so admirable. I can't. I can't tell you how much like like it's it's hard for me to compute. But I I can I can respect and appreciate the fact that you're like I'm just good with where I am, and I think that's very very cool. There are so. By the way, uh, when I brought this up, I didn't think we'd get that many. There are so many people texting in saying I haven't dated in years and I couldn't be happier. Like this is an actual thing. 
Love this. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, thanks for sharing with us. Uh, I hope things continue to go well and, and have a great morning. It makes me think of my sister. She's like totally okay with never dating think anyone never again. Date again. No, she calls herself a glorified spinster. She said that she's just going to raise Clark and she has no desire. She's like all about work, all about making money. And she's got a great house. Yeah, but don't you want to share that? She's got a rock and bod, too. Like, what a waste. <laughs> what a waste. 104.7 KCLD and Key of St. Cloud free cash. Just be fast or you'll lose it all. Uh, it appears the new hotness is to be dropping your kids off in line for school and winning money on the radio. Angie is leading that charge as caller number 10 today. Can you say what school? Madison. Did you even slow down? <laughs> kind of open the car door. Get out. Mama's got to win some money. Is I no no. I know. Cat Cat and I don't get to experience this unless we have a day off and and I've I've frankly never sat. I've been doing this show for so long. I've never sat in line to drop off one of my children at school. So I got to last week. We took a couple of days off last week, and I got to bring Liam to school. And I got a little misty. Like, how weird is that? Things that happen every day for some people. I was like, oh, my God. I have a feeling Angie's more of a get the hell out. We'll see you later. Love you. Yeah, have a great day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, I love the fact that you're, uh, you're, you're doing a couple of things at once. But I really need you to focus in on this cash because I need to get it to you, Angie. Uh, Thanks to Key of St. Cloud, there sits an envelope in front of Kat. She is going to uh, so eloquently, uh, eloquently, as usual, rip this open with unabrashed activism. I got it. Uh, The cash amount sits in front of her. All that I know, along with you, is that it's somewhere between $1 and $5,000. We're about to give you 11 seconds to figure out how much money that is. And Kat's going to help you by guiding your next guest to be higher or lower. You nail down the cash, and obviously you're going to get that money. So I want you to take a deep breath, clear your brain, listen to Kat's direction, and we will start the clock on your first guest. Good luck from Key of St. Cloud and KCLD, Angie. Come get that money. 3000 Higher. 4000 Lower. 3500 Lo- Higher. 3600 Higher. 3700 Higher. Ah, your amount was thirty nine oh one. Ugh. Oh, now you're, now, now you're listening to yourself back. So, uh, Angie, you got to turn down your radio. Um, you're so confusing. When you guys do this, it, I have these kids in here. It confuses me so bad when I hear myself back through your radio. But I know. it was uh, what was it again? Cat thirty nine oh one. Thirty nine oh one. You were in the ballpark, just wrong dugout. I'm afraid, Angie. Imagine having a medical condition and then going to Dunkin' Donuts and they just want you to basically poop on yourself. Please get out of my line. Thank you. Because I'm lactose intolerant. Can you get out of my line? No, I just ordered. Okay, I, and I deleted your order. I'm not making Why are you denying my, my service please? right now? Because I am the manager and I said I'm not giving you any service. Can you please get out of my line? Get a reason why? Because I told you the reason why. Now get out of my line. Thank you. Because I forgot that I was... Okay, I'm get out of my, my line now. My dairy. Get out of my line now. Please. Okay. <laughs> That is crazy. I get you're not having a great day, but man. She put her coffee order in, and then she's like, between where you order and the drive through window, and she's like, oh, no, I forgot to tell them oat milk instead of regular dairy because I don't want to shart mm. around noon 
And this woman's like, no, I've had it. So I want to know how difficult your uh, your orders are. I'm usually straight off the uh, straight off the menu. My wife will make a couple of changes with pizza. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, you know what the weird part is? Uh, we go to, and you're gonna know it when you hear this. We go to a place where they do a cheese curd cheeseburger. Sure. All right. And all three of my kids have been a big fan of this order throughout the years. Mm-hmm. But my youngest will order the cheese curd cheeseburger. Yeah. And he'll take the two big cheese curds off, and then not eat them. Uh, I know where you're talking about. Those cheese curds are massive. And my and wife. They just sit in your gut. My wife goes, why wouldn't you just order a cheeseburger? He's like, I like the cheese curd cheeseburger. <laughs> I go, but you don't eat the cheese curds. Like this is the, this is the majority of our dinner talk yeah. when my family goes out. It's stupid stuff like that. Yeah. I um, remember going to the mall and I, I had my nephew and Liam and we were meeting my sister there and she goes, hey, if you're going to go to Starbucks, here's my item that I love and I had to I apologized before I ordered because I said this is beyond ridiculous this is not for me it's for my sister I'm very straight laced with anything and everything I order I don't have uh crazy hoops to jump through but Kylie had texted during that song she says my salad orders embarrass my husband iceberg lettuce no cheese no croutons green peppers black olives grilled chicken with no salt and vinaigrette on the side no breadstick so that just sounds like a lot of work. A lot of work. Tyler says my wife's coffee order is so ridiculous. I did the hack where you record it into the phone. Smart. And then you play it back. That is super smart. So smart until they say, oh, I'm sorry. Can we substitute your oat milk for a different option? Then I would just drive away. <laughs> I would. I would just drive away. You would? I don't take those chances anymore. I've been married long enough yeah. that I get her exactly what she wants or I don't get her anything at all. Really? Because I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to be wrong. Oh, my God. You've never been yelled at like I've been yelled at. I guess not. Nicole, I'd love for you to just take a moment to call in. She's a waitress and has firsthand account of people that are. I can get how frustrating it must be. But again, when it comes to somebody's health and you don't want them to poop their pants. Yeah. Like you got to be nice. Red Table Talk is with Jada Pinkett Smith and her mom and her daughter Willow. And they sit around and they welcome guests. And um, I'm very glad that Hayden Panettiere is opening up and giving us her side of what went down. Uh, This is the difficult moment that she had to relinquish custody of her seven-year-old daughter, Kaya. Signing those papers was like the most heartbreaking thing I've ever ever had to do in my life because of the way that it was done it was very upsetting you know i was going to go work on myself and i was going to get better and when i got better then things could change and she could come to me and i could have my time with her but that didn't happen that's a very nasty trick that is awful she had terrible postpartum depression and um she. So this is a court ordered thing where they uh, they yeah. made her relinquish custody. Yeah, and so to tell a woman that if she betters herself and she does try, and then she finds out that there's no hope. I mean, of course she's gonna go back to her ways, and then she got into a very abusive relationship that she keeps going back to, and um, it's weird to think that that little girl that you watched up on screen. Uh, even well into her adulthood, is in the spot that she's in. I feel very bad for her. Vacationers, they were enjoying an afternoon at a club in Ibiza. And what an awesome surprise that Ed Sheeran pops up onto the DJ booth and he starts singing his songs. He's saying, uh, I want it that way from the Backstreet Boys. And then he topped it off with this number. Oh, this 
some wine, being all redheaded and stuff. Oh, I hope he had a lot of sunscreen on. I do, too. I think it was at night. Oh, okay. Hopefully. Megan Trainer. she was on the new Jennifer Hudson show, and she was talking about her first celebrity crush. I didn't expect it to go this way. Who was your celebrity crush growing up? Hilary Duff. Oh. <laughs> I love Hilary Duff. Yeah. And now I'm friends with her. Oh. Yeah, for now. Mm-hmm. Gonna swoop in, take her away from her the man. The lights go down. Yep, dun, blowing dun, dun, up dun. their candles today. Her crush, Hillary Duff, is turning 35. Bam Margera somehow made it to 43, man. And Naomi Watts is 54. Time to get to know Kat a little bit more intimately on a Would You Rather Wednesday, all right? You just got to give us the first answer that pops into your mind. I've got uh, a couple of scenarios. And I think based on your answers, we're going to get to know you a little bit better, Kat. Okay, I felt like I was a pretty open book. Yeah, we know a lot, but I think we can know more. Okay. On a Would You Rather Wednesday, Cat, would you rather lose the ability to use GPS for the rest of your life? Oh, God. Or lose the ability to use your credit card? Oh, um, I could get rid of GPS. I have a very photographic memory and how to get places. I have a good sense of directions. So I'd be good. I'm addicted to Waze. Are you? The app. Who's your voice? Do you have a celebrity? Oh, voice? I didn't know you could do a celebrity. Oh, voice sure you on, can. On Waze, really? Is it an extra download or? Um, yeah. Here, here's what I love: is that they'll tell it's so it's so up to date. Is like there's a car on the side of the road, yeah, or there's a speed trap ahead, and then you get to give your input and help other other people out. I like it so much better than the other apps. Sounds so, Kat, very distracting. Would you rather eat one raw onion right now? Or 25 king-size candy bars. Oh, I'm a freak about onions. I could eat a raw onion every day. There is a spot on The Office where Creed, the old man in The Office, like pays so little attention to anything yeah. that they distract him. He's eating an apple. Uh-huh. And they distract him. And they put an onion, a raw onion in its place. And yeah. he takes this big bite out of it. And he doesn't even notice. I love the tricks that parents do around a Halloween time oh, with they caramel, caramel apple. Oh, That's amazing. That's pretty raw. Yeah. Uh, Kat, would you rather on a Wednesday wear your husband Derek's underwear or go commando? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> There's a risk on both they, of these. Are they clean underwear? They're his underwear right now that he's wearing. Oh, they're pretty clean then. I'd, I'd wear them how about right the, now, how but about ask me at 2 p.m. End of the day no. underwear? Nope. You're going commando instead? Yeah. Kat, would you rather say I love you to everyone you meet or never be able to say I love you again? Oh, I would spread that love. I'm okay with that. I think more people need to hear it. You know how many people go their whole day without hearing I love you? It's really sad. Kat, would you rather have the most comfortable mattress in the world, which you probably already do endorsements do. for? Or have all of your clothes fit perfectly for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. But I'd be so tired wearing them. I didn't get a good night's sleep. So sleep is very important to me. And I dress like I don't have eyeballs anyway. So I would say good night's sleep. Good mattress. Good. Yeah. Those are pretty interesting. Are they? Am I an interesting person to you? No, I was just trying to feel time. Okay. Let's begin now. And here we go with the Wednesday show. It's already hump day. Feeling good. How's cats? Uh, I'm good. Had a crazy day yesterday. Tell uh, us. Uh, Tell ran us how home. crazy it was. Beat the Culligan guy there. So let him in the house. And uh, he put the salt in. We had football. And then a nice trip to the ER. Oh, no, what happened? Yeah. Mild concussion. It oh, was, no. Yeah. He had the ball. Had a 47 toss left, whatever it is. Grabbed the ball. Uh, he was running, uh, gained some yards, and then two uh, guys. We're not used to, like, really good defense on other teams. Yeah. Like, we've been just smashing them. And so 
he just got rocked from both sides. Boom. Helmet to helmet. So who uh, who analyzed the concussion then? One of the coaches said he's got symptoms. Take him in. So I'm I'm kind of like you where it's like, all right, let's go. Just dry your tears. Let's get going with it. Yeah. Uh, and so the other coaches, when they are the ones to point it out, you know, they're kind of hardcore guys. Then I was like, oh, crap. But he was very unsteady on his feet. Yeah. And um, his pupils were dilated. Yeah, get him in right away. Yeah, so we went to um, Monticello ER, checked him in, and um, they turned the lights down. And, you know, it's a myth. You don't have to, like, check on them throughout the night. They're like, don't wake him up. There's no need to wake him up. So, uh, And it depends on the severity of the concussion. Like I said, I've gone through all the protocols, and I've seen mm. how it's it's evolved. What I can tell you is if you have a son, and there's even the smaller, a daughter for that matter too, right? And there's even the smallest uh, doubt or thought that yeah. there might be one. I, I, I can tell you, like, with the gaps in my memory, that happens more and more and more. Like, I would have been shut down before I got to college yeah. from playing ball because of concussions. And and it should have happened. And and we're taking care of our, our athletes a little bit more right now, a lot more, actually. So it's I good that it you was... got him in and you got it on the chart because he's going to, I mean, remember, the brain has been traumatized. Yeah. Even at a minor spot, what he needs to do is he needs to have time away and down and let the brain reheal because right now you got like a 10 to 20 times greater chance for that to become a major concussion if you don't let him heal. Yeah. And I, I know I it sucks. Nervous. I doesn't want to be away from the game and everything like that. Yeah. But I can tell you the worst thing that's going to happen is he's going to be a 40 year old guy and he's going to forget his kid's birthday. Right. And that's the worst thing that could happen here. So, so when he says that he can't continue, I knew it was pretty bad because yeah. normally he'd be like, just give me like five minutes and I'll get back out there. And I'm like, we could have done some permanent damage if he went back out. So one of the biggest things we need to teach our young athletes is that this isn't a weakness, right? Like you've been injured. Like it's an actual injury because your bone isn't broken because you can't raise your arm. Does not, excuse me, does not mean that you don't have a sustainable injury. So yeah. And all the empathy from the 10 and 11 year olds on his team. I was like, you boys are so sweet. They would just like stare at him. They're good kids. They don't want anyone to be hurt. So yeah, that was our, our evening. And as a young athlete, you don't understand what, what that concussion means. Yeah. You just know that you can't play it for a while and that's what bothers you. So, yeah, best good. it's a good move as a mom and dad to, to get him in and take a look at it and just let him rest this out. Remember, that brain's got to heal. It's very weird. Yeah. The more you learn about it, the more you're like, I can't believe we've gone this long in uh, in contact sports and not paid more attention to it. It's pretty sad. Yeah, it was it was scary. So uh, stay home from school today, probably then? Uh, no, they cleared him. It, it was pretty mild. Like they had him checked out. He wasn't nauseous or anything like that. And he didn't have a headache this morning. So uh, I kind of woke him up at like 3.30 before I left. And he said he was feeling fine, but he has a sit out like gym. And yeah, like I said, stuff, it's so. the, the 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 chance of him getting a severe concussion now after a mild is off the charts big. Mm-hmm. Like you got to keep him bubble wrap for a while. Um, he'll probably have some light sensitivity and the occasional headache and stuff. Yeah. But poor guy, there's a lot ahead of him. You know what I mean? Like you got to look at it as like he's only ten. He's got a long way to go. I was just texting with uh, another mom. I had so many. I woke up so many text messages from all these awesome parents. Like, how's he doing? Blah blah blah. And I just said, you know, it's going to be eight more years of nail biting. <laughs> like yeah. just it's watching thing, every play. But yeah. Uh, and I and I look back and especially my son right now who just turned fifteen. Like between hockey and football. Yeah. And he's a catcher. Ugh. Like he's just his head is getting wrung all the time. So you got to keep an eye on these guys. So good on you guys. So. Other than that, nothing else? No, we're good.
You know whose birthday you missed on the paparazzi today? Well, tell me. The guy that keeps everything running around here, even when he's from Antarctica and leaves me to have to rewire and install everything. Tony, our engineer. It's really Tony's birthday? Tony's How birthday. How old is today. he? Let me guess. Do you even know? I don't know. Oh. Off to look on. I came back from Antarctica. I haven't seen him in two months. He came in here one day, was on the show for two minutes, and then yeah. I haven't seen him since. I feel if he's younger than me, I'm gonna just die. Oh, he's gotta be younger than he looks so much younger than you. Wow. Sorry, that didn't mean to come out that way. I he's for sure younger than agree you. agree with you on that. More. No. Yeah. I'm you could never be a firefighter on the side. <laughs> I never said I could be you a firefighter. You just said you'd be like all oh, the poles I ride. Basic contact information. Nothing. 1047 KCLD and Kia of St. Cloud has free cash. Just be fast or you'll lose it all. Paige, did you know that's a, it's our engineer's birthday? Did you hear about that? Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, it's our engineer Tony's birthday, and uh, he's the one that kind of keeps us on the radio sometimes. When there's not tropospheric ducting or any other made-up terms that mean uh, I just don't want to come in there and fix your stuff right now. So, Paige, here's how Free Money High Low works with our friends at Key of St. Cloud. In front of Cat sits an envelope. Please open that. Let's see what Paige is playing for. <laughs> I'm texting him. All right, here we go. Paige, are you annoyed with his constant coughing? Can't get rid of this cough. It's so like it might be dying right no. in front of your eyes. Oh my god! All right, uh, Paige, in front of uh, in front of cat sits a dollar amount. It's between one dollar and five thousand dollars. Your objective here: figure it out with cat's help within the eleven second time frame and get that money. So all you have to do is take a deep breath and clear your brain. Is he younger? He's forty one. I'm oh. thirty seven. How does he look so much younger Shut than you? Shut your mouth. All right. He does not. So uh, <laughs> when you guess first, we will start the clock. You'll have 11 seconds to figure out how much money is in that jackpot. So with Key of St. Cloud and KCLD, good luck, Paige. We'll start the clock with your first guess. 3000 Higher. 4000 Lower. 3500 Lower. 3400 Higher. 3450 Lower. Oh. Oh, what would have been your next guess? 3440 oh, Was it? Yeah. It was $3,402. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.